the college basketball experience, big South conference preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a thousand dollar risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash only at PropSwap. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. You can download that for free in the app store or Google play store today. Hey, what's up? You degenerate gamblers. This is bill Burr and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes, yes, woo! Welcome, welcome to the college basketball experience, Big South Conference preview. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee, and we are talking. Big South basketball guys. And look, uh, what it's what? Eight days away from the season, nine days away. I think, I mean, we are right around the corner from college ball. All right. Uh, conference odds for this tournament over there for this conference. Uh, Winthrop is the favorite Winthrop though. It will be interesting to see um, because they lost their legendary coach to Charleston Southern. So Winthrop's been that, uh, that blueprint here, but Pat Kelsey's gone and now they got to figure some things out. Mark processor, son of uh, skip processor uh, from former wake forest head coach. Uh, he will be taking over the reins. That will be something to monitor in this conference. But hold on, get whoa, 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 whoa! Give me the Dundee music. This is the Big South, and look, no longer will the conference tournament be held at the top school's home campus. This is now a true neutral site event, and you got Winthrop fresh off a 23 and 2 season. You got other programs on the rise, like the Campbell Camels, Kevin McGinnon's bunch. You got UNC Asheville on the rise. You got Longwood on the rise. You got Gardner Webb coming off a decent season. I'm sure Hampton will be back. Remember when Hampton knocked off Jamal Tinsley and Iowa State as a 215 back in what, 01 maybe? I don't know. 
You got Tubby Smith, former national championship head coach at High Point. North Carolina A&T had a winning season last year. Radford, they're no strangers to being a good mid-major. And then the rest of the conference, which I think could be getting better. South Carolina upstate. You got Charleston Southern Presbyterian all together. It's a good conference, but we go alphabetically. Go check out, by the way, subscribe to the college basketball experience. Go check out all of our previous conference episodes and subscribe to the college football experience too. Cause we got you covered when we talk division one college football and college basketball, but um, we go alphabetically I'll hit on each team and then we will try to forecast it. I will give you the odds right now, just for the hell of it right now. Winthrop plus 200 Campbell plus 225. Longwood Jerome Kersey's alma mater plus 400 former Portland trailblazer uh, Gardner Webb plus a thousand high point Tubby Smith bunch plus uh, 1600 North Carolina Asheville plus 1600 as well. North Carolina a and T shout out to our guy Terrell Furman jr. At plus two thousand Presbyterian as well, plus two thousand Radford, plus two thousand Charleston Southern, plus five thousand South Carolina Upstate, plus five thousand and Hampton, really Hampton, uh, plus ten thousand. Wow, that's surprising a little bit there. Let's get into this though. Alphabetically, the first team that comes up is the Campbell Campbells. Great name. Um, and they have a few ballers led by small forward, uh, Cedric Henderson or shooting guard, whatever you want to say. Cedric, Henderson. he is a senior. He's I think a small forward, I believe. Right. Let me double check that. Um, but the guy can play. All right. And they return a ton. Keep an eye out on Campbell. I think Campbell actually could with, with Winthrop in the middle of a coaching change. I think the Campbell camels might be might be uh, the team to watch out for. And you, and when you factor in, you return Cedric Henderson junior, by the way, remember Cedric Henderson senior made the NBA, Um, but they also return a few other players that are just key, key players in this system. Um, I I don't know why their odds. I I, I would put them as, as the favorite. They came on late last year. They get Josh Lusane back. Um, like th- this team, the final month of the season was really coming on. So to get him and Cedric Henderson Jr. back, and then Jordan Whitfield, who is a ga- who's a, a guy who can get points and light it up, uh, averaging bit, about fifteen points a game, six one senior. Uh, then they got Milos Stajic, probably butchering the pronunciation of that name, but uh, I think he could be key. And then keep an eye on Messiah Thompson, the old five eight point guard. They also have Ricky Clemens, who's a beast defensively. I think they were just returning such key amounts of players that it's hard to, when you, when you come bring that many people back, they rank top five in the nation. As far as returning points in minutes go, I just think you got to have them as the favorite. I understand Winthrop's success, but you can make a, co- a case that Bradford and, and Hampton have had great success too. Campbell might be the team. I think they're the team to beat. I think they are the team to beat. Keep an eye out on them. And like I said, returning all those, all those uh, key players, I think we'll have, uh, we'll have the camels knocking on the door of the NCAA tournament. 
So give it up for the Camel Camels and and Kevin McGeehan's bunch. So now we switch over to a team that uh, man work needs to be done. And I'm talking about Charleston Southern coming off a three and 18 season three in 18 um, and Barkley raid raid ball has 12 new players, 12 new players that that's pretty substantial <laughs> between that and injuries. Um, but uh, Deontay Buskey is back. Uh, Travis Anderson he had an Achilles injury on opening night a season ago. Those guys are back and bringing in transfer uh, uh, Chica Faye from Eastern Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky and uh, Amaje Dodd from UNC Wilmington. Perhaps there could be life with the Buccaneers coming in with such a bad season a year ago. Can they figure out some things and get this, get, get this program rolling some? Yeah. Cause they were what? this offense was 344th in the nation last year, last in the big South. They got to get that going. Um, Jaquavian Florence played solid last year. I think that could be one. Uh, also Omori Knox guy who hit uh, the three ball really well for them a season ago. And I think that the, the, the fact they're healthy is key, but you definitely got to worry about bringing back only 12 players. They have three returning starters though, with Knox, Florence and Bowser. So there is Bowser. Um, it, it look every one of these conferences. I say this, you're probably going to hear me like a broken record. If you listen to all these fucking uh, previews, but there's always a school or two that just has all transfers, right? And you sit there and you go, well, <laughs> kind of hard to predict what, how this, this will shake out. They brought in a slew of players. Um, I think they're still one of the worst teams in the big South, but you never know if they can get, I mean, they were not only did they lose a ton, they also were just injured. So they're bringing back some players that were, were key losses a season ago. Maybe the Buccaneers can be a bit better than three and 18. And maybe they can uh, middle the pack a best case scenario. But I do think they're towards the end of the, uh, the conference in the big South, but you never know. Look at Oregon state last year, with all those transfers. Boom. It worked out for them, right? It certainly worked out for them. Next up. What do we got here? Um, I believe we would have what Gardner Webb would be the next school. Eddie Lee Wilkes bunch. Remember good old Eddie Lee Wilkes boiling Springs, North Carolina, Tim Kraft. They were, this was a sneaky team last year. Cause I 10 and 10 in the big South. I felt like they were getting better. I felt like they were getting better. And the fact that, uh, you know, Lance Terry got injured. This is a guy coming back that I think could be an impact player. They also returned to Marion Williams, Jordan Sears, Ludovic Dufil, And like I said, Lance Terry, about 11 and a half points a game, getting him back. And I would say, uh, Demarion Williams at about 11 points a game as well, as well as uh, Jordan Sears. Those three are going to be able to get you major points. I like that. Um, can their front court step up to the plate? is the question the, the front court is going to need to, to, to have some type of an impact. Cause last year they, they didn't do a ton, but they also, they were bringing in a slew of players. Some of these, uh, I mean, can Christian Alexander pay off? Um, 
because uh, I'm assuming right now what they're going Williams, Sears, Dufeel, Terry probably. That's four of the starting five, and I would imagine probably Kareem Reed, a uh, guy who averaged six points four boards a season ago, or perhaps uh, maybe one of these newcomers will be in their starting lineup. This is a team though that was uh, I felt like getting better throughout the year. Keep an eye on the the Bulldogs of Gardner Webb. I think they could be a team to watch out for in this conference. Like. I think there's good value. Uh, I, I personally, I would not bet. Uh, I would not bet Winthrop. I would bet a, a slew of other teams before doing this. So yes, they, they, you know, they, they had a losing record a season ago, but like I said, Lance Terry was injured and he was really, that's a guy who let, he put, he scored 23 points on Florida state last year. It's a huge, huge uh, guy to have injured there for their team. So getting him back and, and getting some other key pieces back, watch out for the running bulldogs. Um, all right. Now we got to switch over and talk Hampton pirates. It's a team two years ago. They made the NCAA tournament or we're supposed to make the NCAA tournament before COVID hit. And last year they took a, a step back, but buck Joyner doing a decent job at head coach there. And I think this year, the fact that they were young, that's why I was surprised to see the odds on Hampton so far back. I get it. They lose Davion Warren who averaged 21 points a game a season ago. And also Chris Shelton who averaged just about 10, but Russell Dean's back a guy, 11 points per game. I think Marquise Goodwin come or Godwin coming back at uh, 10 points a game. And even the big man DeJore Dickens uh, at seven points, six and a half boards. Those are key guys to get back on that. There were starters a year ago, but then also don't sleep on some of these reserves that might step up and be starting Edward Oliver Hampton as a guy, 8.6 boards a season ago. Um, and then a few other reserves of Raymond Bethay. Um, these guys still, I get it. You lose, uh, you lose some, some key pieces, but getting Dean and Godwin back as, and having the big man Dickens, I think there's value in taking Hampton. I'm not calling for them to win the conference. But I'm saying, like, I, I do think they're probably going to finish in the upper half. Surprise some people. Keep an eye on the Pirates. Keep an eye out on the Pirates. I know they're way back there in the rankings, but uh, I don't know. I, I I tend to trust them way more than some of these other schools that we will get to next up. Well, before we get there, I want to tell you that the Big South Conference preview on the College Basketball Experience is brought to you by WinBet. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, M- college football, college basketball, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, and more. And WinBet has some awesome brand new bonuses. New users can bet one dollar and win a hundred on any sport. Plus you can get up to $1,500 as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. And, and this is what, this is really the, the hook here. Well, whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it 200%. So it means you throw down a hundred bucks. They're going to give you a $200 free bet. Mac, they have a max on that at 750, meaning they will give you a $1,500 free bet. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? We'll sign up today to receive a special offer, a risk-free $1,000 sports bet. 
Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com. All right. We're in the the thick of this big south Big South uh, fun here. You look at these odds, Hampton plus 10,000. Why, why not? Why not throw five bucks on that? Huh? Um, I mean, I, I do like the odds of Campbell or, I, I mean, I think Campbell should be the favorite personally, but Gardner Webb, we hit on already. I think they could be a, a player in the conference this year. I'll hit on a few more, but first we got to talk a little tubby Smith. It's not often. It's not often you see a national champion coach just chilling in the uh, big South conference with uh his, well he's at his alma mater the high point panthers um he struggled there just 34 and 53 in 3 years however John Michael Wright is back and same with Lydell Elmore and getting those back I mean really bringing back a lot of your starters I get it, you had a tough year last year they could be a sneaky good team John Michael Wright guy averaged tw- just shy of 21 points a game Emil Flowers is back Freshman last year, eight point three points a game. Uh, started a, a lot of the season. Uh, Bryant Randleman, another guy started some. Lydell Elmore, the one I hit on eleven point six boards, and then your big man Alex Holt, four point three boards a game. They're basically bringing back their starting five. That's impressive, right there. Um, and then you go to the bench and you see there's some decent players. Jaden House. Uh, Bryson Childress, Emmanuel Izabor, Izunbor. Um, they they lost no players from a season ago, so keep an eye out on what Hampton is doing because I mean not Hampton High Point is doing because and then they add in Saint Saint John's grad transfer David uh, Carraher, and so, I mean I really think this could be a, a nice. They added a Southland Conference Freshman of the Year. From Houston Baptist, Alex Holt. This team could be sneaky good. That's why I see that plus sixteen hundred. Why not? Why not? It's going to be a common theme on this episode because I think it's anyone's conference this year. Um, but I, I mean, this would be the year too. He's been there a few years. Is you know been at high point three years. The year four, year five. He's had year. He's had a few years to try to build up this program. Can the Panthers capitalize here? And, uh, and, and, and take down, you know, uh, and get to the NCAA tournament essentially. So um, can't wait to watch this season in, in the big South. I'm telling you, it's always a lot of fun. These mid majors. So uh, next up, according to my, uh, my alphabet, <laughs> Longwood, Jerome Kersey's alma mater plus 400 according to uh According to uh, what's it uh, Vegas? That's that's pretty damn good odds for a team that uh, was seven and fifteen overall last year. I'm sorry, it was twelve and seventeen overall last year. But they were ten and ten in the Big South, so I see the logic there a little bit. And the Lancers, they they came on late in the season. You got to like that, and they have Deshaun Wade back. So uh, getting him back at eleven points a game, three boards at the guard spot. Bringing back three starters, Zach Wilson or Zach Watson, I'm sorry, and Jesper Granlund are both back. So three of five, interesting. Um, and then you got some decent bench players too. Justin Hill, average eleven points a game. He's going to jump into the starting lineup this year, I would imagine. And then Leslie 
Oh man, these names. Uh, Kuru, probably butchering that. My apologies. Eight points a game, three boards, and uh, yeah, a few other reserves. Nate Litteris, he is a guard that averaged three and a half points a game a season ago. They went out. They they did bring in some new fa- some new faces uh, coming in here. About five new players on the roster. Hey, this was a team that uh, was pretty solid a season ago. Why couldn't you see the Longwood uh, Lancers in, in competition here for this title? That would be, and I, I look, I grew up not far from, from, I mean, I grew up in the Virginia, Northern Virginia area, Washington, DC and Maryland. Um, But I mean, I had good friends that went to Longwood. I don't recall them being good for a long time, maybe the nineties. So keep an eye out on them with uh, Justin Hill and Wade and company. So uh, yeah, I think they could be, could be a solid team. They were great. Uh, ATS last year, 13 to nine. Keep an eye out for the Lancers. I think that would, they'll finish top six as well. So uh, next up, we will talk North Carolina a and T. Yes. Shout out to our guy, Terrell Furman jr. But uh, the Aggies, um, Look, this is a team that is returning just two starters. So that's uh, scary there. But they bring in David Beatty, a grad transfer from LaSalle, where he was the team captain up there in Philadelphia a year ago. That was a good get for them. And uh, Will Jones, he's in year three. Give the guy some time down there in Greensboro. But uh, look, Cameron Langry. Blake Harris. Hey, those are players that I think that's a good backcourt because Harris was a reserve a season ago. He's going to jump up into the starting lineup, 8.6 points a game. Uh, They also have Jeremy Robinson, a forward that I think uh, we should circle for have some improvement this year. Uh, Just five points a game a season ago and about three boards. Those guys will be key. uh, But Beatty is the big one. I would say the LaSalle transfer. So Keep an eye out on the Aggies. Um, I would say, I mean, they wouldn't shock me. Wouldn't shock me. I think they're going to be middle of the pack too. I know I said that about every fucking team so far, but I think they're decent. They were, I mean, this is their first year, by the way, in, in, in this conference, they were in the MIAC before. So how will that transition night in, night out going up against the likes of, uh, you know, Toby Smith and then, uh, you know, uh, you know, Kevin McGee and uh, night in night out. So perhaps, you know, they're in a, a tougher conference now. Um, will that result in more losses? Probably, but we'll see. I like what they have. I think that if Beatty can play the way that, you know, he was at LaSalle. You should have a really good one, two, and three. Um, so, I think middle of the pack, middle of the pack. Good first year for the Aggies. So next up we talk Presbyterian. Uh, This is a team that was uh, not very good last year. Seven and 15. Five and 12 in the big South. Quentin Farrell. It's big year for him. Can he uh, figure it out? You know, can they get this team on track? The blue hose, right? Um, well, first off, the good news is, is Rashawn Harrison's back and he didn't transfer. 
that uh, big South freshman of the year, getting him back at 17 points a game, five boards and shot 35% from three. That's huge. Plus you bring back Winston Hill at the forward spot, 12.6 boards and Trevor Reddish who had 10 points, three, like, honestly, it's like they return their whole starting five. Owen McCormick back is big. Brandon younger back all five. Can they just get better? I mean, what would be a great season for them uh, on the bench? Got a few key players, uh, Kershaw thrash, Zeb Graham. These guys are going to have to pan out Kobe Stewart. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- this is what's crazy about these conferences. I, I don't think there is a gigantic gap from Longwood who's favored uh, or the third or fourth favorite team in the conference to win and Presbyterian. I really don't. So keep an eye out. Uh, they're also bringing in a UAB transfer in Ter- Terrell Ard. He's six, seven guys, a pretty good player. So I think they might have a nice little roster here. Can they figure it out and get, get the blue hose? We'll get at the end. I'll, I'll, I'll go chronologically on what, on how I think the pecking order will finish. But uh, first I want to tell you that the big South college basketball preview on the college basketball experience is brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. The MLB playoffs are in full swing and PropSwap is the home for the best baseball series futures uh, or world series futures. Um, all season long, prop swappers have been finding the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other betters like yourself. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit, and prop swap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using prop swap. Every ticket purchased on prop swap can be resold at any time. So your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. Thousands of betters across the country are shopping for tickets on prop swap every single day. Get started today by going to propswap.com or download the prop swap app. Prop swap is where America buys and sells sports bets. We're also brought to you by BetQL tonight. Yes. Miss the biggest sports uh, headlines from the night before ever wonder how that might impact this week's bets. We'll relive the best bets from the night before with BetQL tonight. I'm telling you, um, I mean, we all like to listen to, to certain gambling shows, but you might, you know, you might miss a nugget or two there. So, this is what's cool about uh, BetQL tonight. It's a high energy live destination for casual and hardcore sports fans alike, engaging, polarizing, relevant, get caught up in, in the sports betting world with a heavy dose of entertainment host Quentin Mayo from NBC sports, Washington and Ryan Horvat from 1250 AM. The fan and Trista Crick are joined by onsite correspondents to bring you insider information in real time. Every detail matters when making bets. BetQL tonight dives deeper to help you, you know, get an edge essentially. So it's fun to bet on the game, but it's even fun. It's even more fun when you've got the inside scoop to tune into BetQL tonight, listen on Spotify or your favorite podcast app. And also while you're going to get apps, get us. Yes. We're brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes. It's now live in the app store and Google play store. It's free to download. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Me and my co-hosts that are normally with me, NC Nick, Patty C, Terrell Furman Jr. We handicap every single Division One college football and college basketball game. We've been doing it for the past four years. Never had a losing season. We give you our locks too. Our locks are way over five hundred. Um, so you'll get all of that for free, as well as our just our our content articles written by us. Uh, 
uh, podcast with great guests like Bill Burr and Mike Leach and Steve Lavin. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, let's get, let's get to the thick of this big South. Let's talk a little Radford Radford. Yes. The Highlanders. Um, well, they're gonna have to figure some things out because uh, Mike Jones departed for UNC Greensboro. Great ten-year run for Mike Jones. In comes in Darius Nichols. All right, former West Virginia player. Um, will they be able? Will, it, will the Highlanders take a hit? Is the question. They're, they've been a great team in the in, in this conference for like twenty years. Um, they're fifty. Last year, fifteen and twelve overall, twelve and six in the Big South. Finished second. And they, they bring back four or five starters. So um, a lot to like here. Xavier Lipscomb. This is a guy he's back. Same with uh, uh, a slew. I mean, Dravon Mangum, their big man, about 10 points a game. He's back. Lewis Jok- Jokum at eight and a half points and uh, 4.7 boards. And then. Uh, uh, their other four forward Walker, six, six point seven boards a game. The guy was, was tough on the glass, almost eight boards a game. Those guys are all back. And then on the bench. So they lost uh Famir Ali, who's 11 points a game. So that's, that's a tough loss, but I think they'll be able to make it up. Look at the bench. Derek Jones juniors and is a newcomer coming on Shaquan Jules, a guy who averaged 7.4 points a game a season ago, senior Josiah Jeffers. I think he might get in, might get after it. Brian Hart as well. Um, I think Radford, uh, it'll be interesting to see how they do. Uh, this is what's so curious about this conference this year. So your two teams that are always really good, Winthrop Radford, both teams replacing head coaches. I think it's up for grabs. I really do. I really do. So, um, I think Radford will still be a good team and obviously their talents are returning four or five starters on a team that was good last year. However, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how these guys, these newcomers from a coaching standpoint, and also from a player standpoint, yes, you're returning four or five starters. You're going to be running different offense, different defense, perhaps, you know, what, can you find another impact player? Will it be a transfer? Will it be a, a, a freshman? I mean, there's signs point to uh, Rashawn black, a newcomer coming in uh, as a key contributor on this year's team from what I understand. But uh, that remains to be seen. We'll see how it all shakes out for the Highlanders. I, I think uh, a little bit of a step back is probably going to be the result, but uh, it's going to be fun to watch the big South night in night out. Next up, we talk UNC Asheville, Matt Morrill. This is year three for him. He's 29 to 53. If you were just to, to read that record and say, man, this guy can't coach, get him out of there. No, considering what he did, this team was awful a few years ago. Absolutely awful. He's, he's, they finished fourth in the big South last year, nine and five, 10 and 10 overall. Keep an eye out on the bulldogs of UNC Asheville. I like what he's building here. And Oh, they lost no one in 2021 college basketball. Uh, that, that hardly ever happens. They returned their whole starting five. I mean that right there with the uh, Tayshawn Jones coming back 15.9 points a game and LJ Thorpe at 11.6 boards or points a game and 4.1 rebounds. Those two coming back. Wait, no Trent Stephanie coming back. And that guy who almost put up 10 points a game. Plus your forward Jermon battle, 8.3 boards and Evan Claiborne at 7.7 points a game, six boards. That that's a great 
great nucleus to bring back. And also on the bench, Cody Jude, this guy was a key contributor a year ago. Uh, Silas Mason, Luke Lawson are back as well. I mean, this is something I, I really like uh, what I see here. Tyjon Jones, uh, this guy hit 43% of his threes a season ago. I mean, hell, that's better than Shaq was at the free throw line most years. That is impressive. Uh, so uh, UNC Asheville, I think, could be sneaky good this year. Keep an eye out on this bunch. Also bringing in like the transfer portal. Drew Pember from Tennessee. I like that addition. I really do. Six ten. I think this team is is one to watch out for. What are their odds right now? Because I, I said it earlier. Let me just pull this up again. Plus sixteen hundred, dude. Anyone out there? Come on, you want to take a shot at making some decent money? I think UNC Asheville could be a player. I think they will be a player. Um. Last but not least, no second to last. Uh, South Carolina upstate. And this is one that once again, it's almost like the Oregon state angle. Um, they lost three starters from a season ago, but you got to remember this team's coach, Dave Dickerson, he opted out last year. <laughs> so he's back while well, he was coaching. They say coaching from remote. That's basically opting out in my book. Um, they were five and 18, five and 11 in the big South, but bringing back Dalvin white and Bryson Mazone. Uh, this, I mean, my zone nine points a game shot 39% from three Dalvin white, nine points a game as well. Those two will be nice together. And then, uh, can their front court show up? Josh Aldridge, he started a lot for them last year at the forward spot. He's back. But after that, it gets a little thin. Um, they were last in the big South and defense a season ago. So you worry about the front court. You worry about the, the defense there. But uh, I mean, you didn't have your coach last year. <laughs> Hard to get a gauge on that. You got a Western Carolina transfer and Emil uh, Langus coming in. He was six eight. This guy was good. You got a nice freshman coming in and Jalen uh, uh, Brazil. He he's been shooting the three well. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I'm calling them. I mean, they also got an Eastern Florida transfer coming in. I'm calling them to be the towards the back though because I think continuity is a real thing. College basketball. And I think if your coach was gone, I mean, yes, he's there, but was gone. I think uh, that that will probably show up, but maybe, I mean, they, they got to get better defensively. They got to get better on the glass. Maybe the fact the coach wasn't there is everything that you need to know. Uh, last but not least in the conference is Winthrop. Yes. It's the Eagles. They, they've been good. And interesting. They bring in Mark Prosser. Um, because this could be, they're still walking into a great scenario. This program has been rolling and okay. You lose three starters. All right. But DJ Burns is back at 10 points, three and a half boards and shooting what 50, 58% from the field. Um, and your guard, Michael Anumba key contributor a season ago. And then you had some solid players, uh, reserves that contributed. Josh Corbin was solid as a freshman, just under seven points a game. Kelton Talford forward about six points a game. Those guys are going to need to step up big Russell Jones uh, jr. But I think they can, I think this is like, they have a good pedigree there. It's almost like, I hate to say like Boise state or something, but I mean in football, but I do believe that there's something for the culture that you've been building there. So I still think they're going to be good. 
but I do think they take a step back. And that gets me to my next part here, projecting the, uh, the order of this conference. I'm going to take Campbell to win the conference. Campbell's going to be one, two. I'm going to go North Carolina, Asheville. I was just in Asheville. I like what they're, <laughs> I wasn't checking out the basketball team, but love Asheville, North Carolina, but um, no, I, I like what they, they bring back. So I'm going to say Campbell one, North Carolina, Asheville two. Winthrop three, four. Let's go high point and Tubby Smith. Five. There's so much carnage in this guy. Give me, give me Radford fifth. Six. I'll go. I'll go Gardner Webb. Seven. Hampton. Eight. Longwood. Nine. North Carolina A and T. Ten. Presbyterian. Eleven. Give me, <laughs> give me South Carolina upstate 11 and, and Charleston Southern 12th. Now give me Char- Charleston Southern 11th, South Carolina upstate 12th guys. This conference is going to be fun because I could totally think there's value. You should bet this conference. Um, but yeah, subscribe to the college basketball experience. We, we were previewing all the conferences. We'll have you covered daily talking uh, college basketball, f- you know, six days a week. Uh, so, so subscribe, tell a friend and also subscribe to the college football experience. We got you covered there as we talk all division one football and basketball year round on both feeds. So subscribe to both, tell a friend, get that SGPN app. It's free. If you do leave a nice review, take a screenshot, show me it on Twitter at the Colby D. Give me a follow as well. And I'll send you a college experience t-shirt. Uh, Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831, my co-host there. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Terrell Furman Jr., North Carolina A&T graduate on Twitter at really rail underscore underscore the college basketball experience new to Twitter and, inst- and Instagram at uh, TCE on SGPN. Give that a follow and the sports gambling podcast network on Twitter at the SGP network. Follow them all. Let's go big South. All right. This is the college basketball experience. Big South style. You better start thinking about yours. And we are here.